spell There is magic to be found And stories here to tell Feed the fire, merry meat Dare to more than dabble All are welcome at our hearth For a little bonfire babble Bonfire babble Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Dada. And we're a mess. <laughs> we're having some fun tonight. <laughs> Welcome to this fabulous energy, this fun energy, this charmed energy. Ooh. Ooh. We're so charmed. Good one. Did you plan uh, that? I didn't. It that just kind of came out. Very natural. And I'm so happy it comes out because sometimes my brain does this thing where like I'm trying to get all these thoughts out and there's only a cocktail straw available to me and what I need is a smoothie bubble tea straw. And But no, the cocktail straw just like gets there and sticks there. Anyway, so I tonight, totally understand exactly yeah. what you mean. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's me anytime I am excited or frustrated. Right. Oh, yes. Both yep. of those things. I need a boba straw and I get a freaking cocktail straw. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what the hell are you? Yeah, you're not what I need. Get out of here. You don't even need that for a cocktail. <laughs> That's the last. <laughs> just for stirring. I, it's just like, no, no, I just don't know. Anyway, Anywho. I'm very excited about tonight. Yeah? Yeah, because... Yeah, I just am. Okay. And and may I share something before we move into Charm? Please. I got my first spirit board, you all. Dada. I know. <laughs> and I started to think about it, Corey. I I started to think about it. So if if you've listened to us, we did an episode. I don't remember what episode it was on, but we talked briefly about spirit boards and about how they freaked us out. I don't fuck with them. I just don't. <laughs> And I started to think, why is that? How are they any different than tarot decks? Or I don't know about all of you, but I get I get visits from people who are no longer living. Do you get that? I mean, not when I'm doing tarot or anything like that. No. Sometimes, though, when I'm doing my gardening, my grandma talks to me. Yeah. I get visits quite often, usually from people I know, mm-hmm. but sometimes people I don't know. And sometimes when I'm reading tarot, but usually it's just willy-nilly you know and I just started to think what is the difference between hi how are you what's going on when they show up and going hi how are you with a spirit board I mean more power to you mazel tov but (laughs) you should see Corey's face (laughs) I'm just I'm just over here saying you will not catch me playing with that spirit board (laughs) so well, but let me know how it goes. I let will. us know how it goes. I will. Because now I'm interested. Yeah. I still am not going to, but I'm interested <laughs> in how it's going to go for you. I, I'm very, I haven't had any time to spend with it. I, it just came today. It was made by Mortellus, actually. Oh. Yeah. Is it, was, it beautiful? I bet it's beautiful. It is gorgeous. If you want to look at it. I, I do want to look okay, at it. Okay, then I will let, I'll show you before you go tonight. Uh, and I'll, by the time this episode airs, I will have put some pictures out on Instagram. If it's not down again. Of it. <laughs> Lord. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Good one. It's been good a weird one. week, you guys. It has. It's been weird. We're recording on October 6th. 6th. It's the new moon, you all. Is it? <gasps> Yay. I'll be banishing some shit tonight. By the time you hear this, I will have banished some shit. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. I made some bay 
water, bay leaf water today. I'm going to be washing some mirrors. Smart. Ooh. And that's Conowin's advice from last month. Libra season. From Libra season about how this will opportunity will have already passed you by. So sorry, but... Uh, hopefully you listened to that episode about how the that new moon, the October 6th new moon, was not a manifesting moon. It was more of a, yeah, if you want to get rid of stuff and lop some stuff off, then that'd be good. And as a matter of fact, you'll hear her episode, her next episode, Scorpio Season, will drop this Friday. And she talks about more lopping. Maybe I'll do a <laughs> bath spell off. tonight. Yeah. Before I go to bed. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And... I'll, I will say this stuff that we're talking about right now that we may do on October 6th will be really good for November 4th, yep. I think is November 4th. Yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> I I take copious yeah. notes. I put it right into my calendar on my yep. phone, my GCAL. Yep. My GCAL is so weird. My GCAL is so weird because it's like work, Insta post for Bonfire Babble, new moon in Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> I had doctor th- appointment. <laughs> I had at the top of my calendar until today. I won't see it tomorrow. For the last five months, every single day, Pluto, what is your power? Take it back. (laughs) You know, so that I could spend the last five months going, what is my power? What am I going to optimize here? So let's take back our power, everyone. Heck yes. (laughs) Well, cool. Well, that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah. I don't really know if I have anything to bring to the table today, um, except that reliving parts of my childhood by researching for today's episode oh. was very strange. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Well, and you're a 90s girl. I am. I was born in 1988. Wow. So this show came out when I was 10. Wow. Yeah. Well, it let's- was formative let's dive in do you want to just dive in let's head out to the bonfire all right let's do it okay here we are we're talking about charm today we are indeed it's happening both incarnations yes we're talking about the og and the new one Mm -hmm. there's gonna be an element of compare and contrast i think but we're not gonna make it all about that yeah and we want to get the drama out of the way, I think. Let's get that right? out of the way now. Let's, uh, the actresses, they have their issues, right? Yeah. And the the old guard and the new guard, Corey just informed me today. Yeah, there's some beef yeah. that was happening. And they I were they were being, frankly, shitty to one another. And uh, I read a fascinating article about how... A lot of that was probably perpetuated by the media uh, because of misogyny, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a compare and contrast of other reboots that were happening. And uh, Charmed was the only one that was being pitted against its predecessor like that. And well, so the drama was like amplified. Like maybe there was bad blood and maybe there was not great feelings, but it was being perpetuated as this like big, nasty women against women gross it thing. sounded to me the the one thing you quoted me about how it was said that this was the feminist version oh yeah and i i have to i can see how they would have gotten hurt by that definitely but don't take it i i'm sad they took it out on the new actors or that the media made it look like exactly they took it out on the and instead of them just being hurt well i guess we weren't because they 
For their time, time, they really were. They were living up to what 90s and early 2000s feminism looked like. And they moved forward. Not as far as we are now. No. And they they got better. They got better. And um, there's a certain element of like being butthurt because they weren't asked to be involved in any way, which is fine when something was yours for so long and you feel so attached to it. I get it. I feel protective. This is stupid, but I feel protective of like productions of Midsummer or Romeo and Juliet that I see mm-hmm. because I was in productions that were so meaningful to me. I'm like, yeah. well, that's not right or that's not mine or that's not yeah. it, which I have to like, you know, move through. Yeah. <laughs> but I can imagine that something that was so big for these women for eight years. Mm. And it changed their lives. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, we also, or at least I also, I don't want to speak for both of us yeah. on this, but let me know. Uh, want to get out of the way right now. We know that Rose McGowan's yep. a problem. Uh, you speak for both of us because that was the, where I was going We next. know that. We're not going to dive into that here. No. That's not what this episode is for. No. But just know that we know. We, know. we acknowledge it and we hope she gets some therapy. Yeah. We know. We know. But that could be its own episode just that of, <laughs> of another podcast. It could. It really could. So we're not saying that this work exists in a vacuum and we're not trying to isolate that person from this work. We're just saying we know. We know. And then I'll end on the fabulous growth and wonderful watching the journey of Shannon Doherty. God bless. Yeah. And wishing her well and hoping that breast cancer stays away and stays away stage four fam she fought through stage four and continued to work even though she was completely written off by so many producers and directors because of her cancer diagnosis crushing it shannon yeah and now she's a real advocate for breast cancer and breast cancer fighting breast cancer and breast cancer surviving survivors she's amazing yeah okay so now that we've got the actors the og actors we've got the beef out the way We'll end with one more new one. I'm so sad, and I do not know the names. The new Maisie in the new series has just, well, not just, a couple of weeks ago announced that she's leaving the show, and I am heartbroken. (laughs) Now, having said that, I only watched, well, I guess I watched the first season and a half, but I watched the entire first season. I love the lesbian (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they and I loved the lesbian love interest that they brought on, and I, I yeah, and we can dive into all of that. So I don't know what they're going to do, and we will revisit. I don't know what we're going to do. Remind me to say that once we visit the new series. So where do you want to start with this? What did what did Charmed mean to you, Corey? Goodness, Charmed was big in my house. Was it? Yeah. Looking back at it, fully shocked that my 10-year-old self was allowed to watch it. (laughs) It was a very sexy show. It was. And it was very much of the school of women embracing their sexuality as empowering and Mm -hmm. sexy. And it is, but it was definitely, there was a lot of it created for the male gaze, uh, which is, you know, a a holdover of 90s, 2000s feminism. Like, it just, it's hard to shake. We're working on it. Yeah. And um, I don't think that's a failing on the show in any way. I don't think so either. Uh, I think they did. I think they did amazing work uh, with, frankly, questionable fashion choices because it was (laughs) the 90s. Uh, But that show was really 
important to me. And I remember when I was probably 11 or 12 Mm -hmm. and I thought, I bet I could astral project like Prue. I bet I could do that. And did you And I would try all the time. All the time I would try. Uh, And I remember wanting to be like Phoebe. And like really, I don't know. I remember wishing that my life was magical like that. Mm -hmm. And it is. But it's not magical like that because that's, you know, fiction, which is great. Right. But like it made me in a way that maybe even like Buffy couldn't. It made me feel like magic was attainable. Oh, wow. Do you know? Because in Buffy, there's monsters and stuff. And like, yes, there's weird supernatural stuff going on in Charmed. But yeah. like, Demons it's, dif- and... it's different, though. It feels different to me. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that the difference is subtle and very nuanced. And I'm totally reading into it. But like, there was something well, about the magic in that show that was more approachable. But that's how it hit you. I think the other thing is, is that it was at the forefront Mm-hmm. Buffy was at the forefront of Buffy. Willow was a side character. Sure. And we didn't get into the books and the stuff and mm-hmm. all that stuff. We didn't even mention Grimoire until Tara showed up. Yeah. You know. And there was something about, too, the fact that they discovered their powers later. Mm. And I was like, right, that could still happen to me. Uh-huh. I could wake up and find out that I have magic powers. Wouldn't that be rad? That very Harry Potter idea of when I'm 11, I'll get my letter. Yeah. Yeah, that could happen. Or like, I'll turn a corner and the doctor will grab my hand and say, run. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was very yeah. much like, like, I will wake up tomorrow and that'll be the day that fate kicks in. Wow. There was something about charm that was very much like that for me. One of the things I loved about it, and then didn't was <laughs> I'll tell you the, the story was that I saw things that I had been studying in the craft on the show mm. and one of them was the so I had the tattoo on my leg already of what's on the front of their book and I remember a year or so triquetra thank you I have this triquetra on my ankle and I've it was one of the first it was my first tattoo and it was one of the first things I really identified with when I started studying the craft and I held on to it and I remember about a year after Charm came out somebody was like oh my god you're really that big of a fan of Charmed and I was like <laughs> What? What are you you talking about? Your ankle? I went, "Um, this is a witch symbol before charm existed. Thank you very much. And I think it was one of the first times I said witch out loud to somebody I didn't know. Mm. And and, and so I remember that also in itself being powerful. And that we started coming into the consciousness and not as, you know, central casting, ugly witch, evil who... Yeah. Who needs to be destroyed kind of thing. Or also not even as like the sultry temptress villain. Yeah. Even. They were just women who happened to be hot. uh, Who had (laughs) magic powers. Yeah. Yeah. Also, pro tip, if anybody ever makes fun of you for a thing that they think is a fandom and they're like, you really have that? You look them in the eye and go, yeah, why? 
<laughs> your problem is. And they go, well, isn't that, and you go, isn't that what? Explain it to me like I'm a child. <laughs> really, really, mm-hmm. do that, do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that was one of the first things, and I loved, I thought the book is beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I remember. Very practical magic, like the book is gorgeous. So I guess practical magic came after Charm, didn't it? I think so. The movie. The movie, not, not the, book. the book. I think also, <laughs> I feel like everything in my life right now is coming back to like, when did I realize I was very queer? And I'm thinking back to watching this and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Had a crush on Leo. Also had a crush on Phoebe. Also maybe had a crush on Prue. Huh. <laughs> cool. There, everyone in that show is so beautiful. I will say though, and I'm I'm saying this as a as a statement of transparency. I stopped watching after Prue left. Did you really? I did. You never saw any of the Rose no, McGowan things because I was pissed. Well, I was and but good hurt. reason to be pissed. Uh, I was butt hurt, and my favorite one of them mm-hmm. left. Yeah, not just left fucking died yeah died and they sorry spoilers bring her back. from 20 yeah. fucking years ago um <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't bring her back and now i'm gonna talk about the new one so i did watch after but i didn't watch religiously like buffy i watched every single episode i know every single episode it became part of my zeitgeist you know i have bibles dedicated to no anyway it's part <laughs> of my consciousness forever yeah for right sure. whereas charmed is it's not that for me uh, and it's not in there as deep. It, it's it is not, and I didn't watch every single episode. And I stopped watching before uh, Keiko, uh, the a uh, character named Billy, came on to the show, and then she was on The Big Bang Theory. She played Penny on The Big Bang Theory. Oh, and she was she was in the whole last. I season. didn't know that. Yeah. And, and her journey is very painful. I watched, I did one of those things. I did two things recently. I'm going to do just a quick little tangent. Please. I watched a YouTube compilation of all of Arya Stark's big moments. And it was one of the most cathartic, gorgeous, awesome things I've ever done. But before that, years ago, I watched this thing. They did that with Billy on Charmed. So I know her storyline, even though I never watched any of those series. And I know some of the kids storylines. Yeah, you don't know any of this. So and I watched the first season and a half of the new series as well. I'm bad and Detta did her homework and I didn't. <laughs> I am going to tell you I haven't watched any no, of the new No, I one. just watch a lot of TV. And it's not because I didn't <laughs> want to watch the new one. It's just because like right now all I can watch mm-hmm. is things that I know already oh, and I'm wow. comfortable with because I am having a hard time with my brain right now. Yeah. So it's like Bake Off, Shit's Creek, episodes of dropout tv mm-hmm. like just listening to old episodes of that's podcasts okay. because i just can't intake any new information right. well that's really wise of you well i the thing is that i have a lot of things in my queue that i want to watch yeah like i want to watch midnight mass my wife who hates horror films mm-hmm. watched that did she love it and told me i couldn't watch it because well I guess you should just go to the website, Does the Dog Die? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
We went off on a, a couple little tangents, and we're back. Uh, <laughs> go visit Does the Dog Die Before You Decide to Watch Midnight Mass. So back to Charmed. Yeah. So here is the difference, the big difference. And, and now I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning about Maisie leaving. Mm. So they started the new series with two sisters who didn't know about their magical power. Mm-hmm. And they watched their mom die. Mm-hmm. They saw that happen. Ugh. And then Maisie, the third sister, finds them the daughter of a white lighter and of their mom, and they find that. So she is the Rose McGowan character. Right. They skip the Prue character completely. Well, now Maisie's left the show. What the hell are they going to do? They they didn't give themselves that out yeah. to create that. So I don't know if the series is going to continue or not. And here's what I love about the new series. One, it, it's so modern and intersectional. And the language, it's intersectional in the LGBTQIA plus world. It's intersectional in race. It's intersectional. It's such a feminist, modern feminist. And I do think the old one did have lots of hints of feminism. It did great feminism for its for time. The 90s. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and it was a stepping stone so that we could have this one. Yeah. So we could talk on air in a show, I remember, I think it's the first or second episode, there's a big uh, speech out in the university square, and it's it's the stuff that we talk about. I mean, it is about, you know, protecting who we are as women, protecting trans rights, it, the white supremacy. They deal with all of that in the first couple of episodes, and you're like, damn, yeah, let's take this on. And they're taking it all on. And they're then using potions and they're incorporating science because Maisie's a Maisie scientist. scientist. May I say, and I'm going to try to say this in a way that doesn't make me come across as bitter. Uh, I'm glad the CW finally decided to take that kind of risk. <laughs> Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah. What? I still haven't watched that episode. I don't think Which I can. Which one? The last one? The last one. I haven't don't watched. Don't waste your time. I haven't watched any of the last season. Are you season. listening, CW? Don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah. So. I have a lot of feelings. Anyway, um, I am excited to watch it. Yeah. I think that for me, what it's going to have to be is a, I got a bad head cold and have to stay in bed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, not mind terribly if I kind of fade in and out. Yeah. Because when I watched the television show of the original, it was on television. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we don't say that anymore. We don't really say TV shows. We just say shows. Right. Because they're on streaming. And it's a little language difference, but I want everyone to know that we're old and... (laughs) I watched this show on She's not old. television and I had to wait a week and watch it after dinner. And so right. the way that I consumed that media was spread out. Yeah. And I think that I might have to do a similar vibe with the new one. Can I just tell you how bitter I am when I have to do that with shows that don't drop all at once? I waited till Loki was completely all out before <laughs> I watched it so I could binge it. I kind you know? of enjoyed having something to look forward to on Fridays. I I am really struggling with that. I don't think that either one is wrong. Yeah, I know. I know. Like Ted Lasso. I haven't watched it. Which I did not get into until 
you know, after everybody else did. And now I'm like, why isn't it all dropped? I need it all. I need it That's all. That's how now. I feel about <laughs> Fleabag. Like, I really want to watch Fleabag. And oh. I'm grateful that now when I do, it's oh, all yeah. out. Fleabag is so good. Both seasons. And both seasons are so different. Yeah. I'm excited. I love them. So when we talk about our witches in popular culture, mm-hmm. we talk about, you know, what they meant to us and all that good stuff. But then we talk about how does this inform, did this inform our witchcraft? Should this inform our witchcraft? Is it just fun and we should just like let it be what it is? And what should we not incorporate in our witchcraft? You know, and that's, those are the things we talk about. Yeah, and I think that for this, there's just enough realism and just enough fantastical. Like, there's a, like a butt ton of telekinesis yeah in charmed yeah which is real and phoebe is it phoebe that stops time or piper it's piper that stops time. piper can freeze things i think and phoebe touches people and sees things yeah right? she's got visions or whatever yeah. so and i don't remember what Paige does you're lucky i remember what her name is uh, I only know what her name is because I looked it up today. She does a combination of orbing and wow, I don't remember something else. I don't know. I don't know. I it yeah, doesn't okay. matter. But yeah, anyway, uh, I the there's like so much like dramatic telekinesis mm-hmm. or like a tra- Like I feel like somebody does isn't eventually like able to transport from one place to another Mm -hmm. well and you were saying astral projection Mm -hmm. well yeah that's Paige. Paige can orb because she's half white lighter right and prue could astral project but it was taken in a much more like physical literal way rather than astral projecting to the astral plane she could astral project to other locations and And i have would see her and it would it was more she could x-men yeah and i remember i have a very vivid memory of her practicing realizing she could do this thing Mm -hmm. and going to a bar and playing pool or something and like i don't remember why or what that episode even meant but in my brain i can see her wearing like a red shirt and a leather jacket and her long hair and her sideways bangs (laughs) god i love shannon doherty (laughs) i think that the way that this informs my practice or or maybe informed my idea of what magic was Mm -hmm. was that it was very it was like weaponized a lot oh yeah and also it like you had to have things just right for a spell like Mm. things had to be set in the right place and you had to have occasional divine intervention from leo and yeah and and when really magic is is not necessarily like that like if all you have is a pringles can you know what I mean? We can MacGyver this shit, you people. Can, you can take what you have and make it work for you. Yeah. And the divine intervention that you need is actually, like, through you. hmm And we know now that we shouldn't necessarily weaponize our magic. Right. Yeah. But that you can. You can. But you can weaponize your words. You can weaponize your... And now I'm going to talk about a specific episode. Hit me. That still haunts me pisses me off to Uh-oh. this day i i have really mixed feelings about this episode okay. because i am an ethical witch and an ethical human being and i 
And we just talked a couple of weeks ago with Courtney about hexing mm. and the commitment that it is when you hex. And quite frankly, the, the commitment that it is when you bind yourself, when you bind someone, you are connected to that person. And sometimes those are things that you only choose when magic is your only choice and when when you have to, right? Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. That's not true That's of my everyone. Opinion as well. That's my opinion. And... There was an episode where some asshole stepped on, he didn't step on dog, he didn't pick up his dog poop or something like that. That's mm. what it was. He didn't pick up his dog poop. And one of the sisters, um, oh, Alyssa Milano's character, Phoebe, mm-hmm. made him step in it. <laughs> and it was just a little thing, right? I can see how for television that would have played very funny. Right. So then the entire episode goes to the future and how that one little act, um, the sisters grow apart. They become hungry and greedy uh, because they start using their magic incorrectly and they no longer talk to each other and they don't live at the mansion together. And caught that house. And that I know. Right. (laughs) And this guy that stepped in the poop. Was their, who was their neighbor, is a politician, and he has discovered that magic and witches are real, and he witches should be burned. And so they're starting to burn witches at the stake. He well, frames her the for old, murder. The old trends always come right. back around. Right. Um, or he doesn't. Or and So they're themselves from 1990, and they're all of a sudden in the future in their future bodies. And they burn Phoebe at the stake, and she takes it, and then they wake back up in the 90s. But here's my issue with it. Yes. That's a lot. I know, right? <laughs> Right. I'm like absorbing it. Thank you. It's fiction. It's just a TV show. But here we talk about, you know, oh, it was feminist for its time. They they have to be perfect all the time or they get burned at the fucking stake. Really? I mean, come on. What is this, 2021? (laughs) Exactly. I'm feeling really salty. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, everybody. A little extra sodium in this episode. And I was just like... Oh, come on. Yes, we need to be taught that we need to be responsible with our magic. I think there's a better way to do that than having their lives fall apart because she took a moment and made this guy step in his own dog poop. I that can he keeps name in front 10 of people I know right oh, now shit. that if I could make them step in dog shit, I would do it. So, <laughs> I mean, none, Poe Buddy's nerfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just wish, and again, I totally get it, what they were trying to say. I wish it had been for something that was an actual crossroads moment Yeah, for the witches. Not something so trivial. Yeah. Have you ever read the graphic novel Bitch Planet? I have not. I think you ought to. Okay, I'll have to look it up. Uh, and all of you out there, I think you ought to. Bitch Planet, so. Mm, it's tremendous. Yeah. It's a lot, but it's <laughs> tremendous. So that's not a lesson. No. But, I mean, use your magic wisely, everybody, but I don't think you're going to be, I don't think you're going to be punished unless you're going out and, you know, like really seriously causing some harm for yeah. no good reason because somebody cut you off in traffic. Then maybe, yeah. you know, I mean, whatever. Uh, be responsible with your energy. Yeah. What we always talk yeah. about on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, we do always talk about that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just never so, It's never sat with me right. And yeah. maybe it's because of the burning at the end and the burning is pretty... Probably. That's very visceral. It's graphic. It was very visceral. And they and they went there. And I didn't appreciate and that. And there are still places yeah. in the world, we've talked about this, Yeah. 
where that is the eventuality if someone yeah. thinks you're a witch. Yeah. Yeah. It is the year of our Lord 2021 <laughs> right now. And it is still happening in places in the world. It is. That's where we are. The satanic panic is back, baby. And it's got a new spin and it's weird and it's gross. So be responsible with your magic. Well, and at the same time, as Courtney was saying mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, deity has never been more prevalent. Mm. Deity passed the single Christian God. Mm-hmm. Wicca has overtaken spirituality, religious numbers i guess i don't know what but somebody was saying there are more wiccans and people who identify as witches in the united states and there are christians right now i don't know that that's true everyone that'd be rad though but i somebody said that to me and it was in an article it was on a i read it somewhere my kids will laugh if they're hearing this i used to say that all the time at the dinner table we would come with stuff and i would say things and they went where did you i read it somewhere do you remember where? No, but I did. And I had. I'd read it in a magazine or whatever. Anyway, it was a joke in our family for a while. But we are really prevalent and yeah, it's happening. And I'm also seeing how I miss the days when witchcraft was underground instead of someone thinking they're a witch because they painted their nails black. I don't know. You know and, yeah. and, and at the same time, I'm like... I'm here for the aesthetic yeah, witches. I'm here for them. I'm here for all of it because, and for it becoming more mainstream. Yeah, for the same, like, for some folks, that is the only way they feel safe or comfortable expressing yeah. themselves. And I don't think this meme was going into aesthetic witches. Sure, sure, sure. I, th- I think it was, they were, they were doing a deeper dive in the right. comment section about how you can't call yourself a witch if you're not going to make the commitment to the practice. And so, but I have to say just what, what you were saying, that's the only way they feel protected. I think aesthetic witch stuff is the way into witchcraft for a lot of people like how sometimes the physical practice is the way into actual yoga exactly and like the way charmed or a a tv series sabrina the teenage witch or whatever might be the way into witchcraft we're gonna have to talk about that aren't we Uh, we are gonna have to talk about that we're gonna have to talk about it like we did this one with the original and the new one but do you know what we also have to talk about? So it's so charmed. Let me let me finish my. We're doing and, it and this week, fam. Yeah, we are yeah, doing we are, it. Shoom. Tangent City. Just real quickly, mm-hmm. the other thing that I really loved is is their spell work, mm-hmm. and and I miss that about the new show. They don't do the spells in rhyme as much. They don't. But I heard that a lot of them are in different languages. Sometimes they which are. Is fun. Or maybe I didn't. There were just sometimes they didn't use them at all, mm. which is great because they were using science and stuff like that. Sure. But, but I. I'm all here too for the combination of science and magic. Me too. Into it. Me too. Yeah, big time. Love that. Well, and a lot of magic is yeah. Yeah. We have said before. Magic is is just science we don't know yet. Yeah, you know. And both are fine. I still don't understand cell phones. I write. Yeah. Somebody does. Somebody does. Which I love. Please don't try to explain it to me. No, no, don't. Please don't. (laughs) I love you so much. Please don't. But the other thing that we have to do, it is October. Mm. And you know what we have to do before the end of the month? What's that? We have to talk about Hocus Pocus. Hell yes, we do. That is coming down the pipeline. <laughs> so you will get coming. two pop culture media things this month because mm-hmm. we have to talk about Hocus Pocus. We have to. Yeah. That movie mm. slaps. I love that movie so mm-hmm. much. I can't wait to watch it. Mm-hmm. I move in a week and a half and I'm so excited to get settled in and watch Halloween movies with my mommy. It's just going to be so fun. And we're going to make pumpkin soup. And we're going to make, 
you know, pumpkin pie and apple cider. And it's just going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to come over. And I have. You better. I have housewarming gifts for you. It's only like a 10 minute drive. Woohoo. I'm so excited. I also (gasps) want to say. Yes. We got an email today. We did. It made me cry. uh, uh, They are still in the broom closet, but they know who they are over there in England. It is October 6th, and Mm -hmm. you wrote us a, quote, long letter. I want your book. I meant it when I replied to you. Your story is so interesting. I cannot wait to read your book. And uh, we were both really moved. Yeah. Thank you. Dada sent me the kind of text that makes my anxiety spike. Oh, no. Which just said, oh, my God, Corey. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) And she (laughs) followed it up with check the email. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, okay. And then I did. And I was like, I I think I responded with just like a million sob emojis. Yeah. Um, But I definitely thought something was wrong. Oh, I will. I will finish the thought before. But now I feel like Hillary. You gave and me. It, Courtney was. Courtney was like, "Wait, there's an emergency." Yeah, you remember her telling us that, that story. That had very big. My I mom never... texting me that my cousin had been shot. Oh. Energy. Now I'm so sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> just know that your email had a big impact on my day. <laughs> In a good way. In a great way. In a great way. In a great way. It It, was the best surprise. It was a really great And your story is just so cool. I I can hardly stand it. I want to say too, and I I think I speak for Detta here, Mm -hmm. when I say how meaningful it is to us that the things that we offer are meaningful to you. Yeah. We love it when... When things when things can resonate, resonate. Yeah, yeah, with you, that's that's why we are doing this in the first place. Yeah, and uh, it's inc- it's incredibly humbling and moving mm-hmm. to know that the things that we offer improve or brighten or touch your life. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, we appreciate that, and and thank you for going along with our journey because, as I wrote in the response, you know, we learn a lot from you, and we grow and change like we're different than we were a year ago the fact that i have a spirit board in my life now never never in a million years did i think that would happen (laughs) Corey's making Corey's making signs at me y'all she's making you know big x's no thank you uh i do want to see it though yeah yeah (laughs) well shall we throw up some sparks yeah let's do some sparks I'm very excited about the spark that I have for us today. Well, I'm excited. Somebody that we follow on Instagram. They are a professional tarot reader. They are magic practitioner, an activist, and I'm very excited to introduce you to them if you don't know them already. They are called Diosa Luna Magic and BIPOC owned. It's it's please go check it out. It's a, they have a link tree. I should say she. Joelle is her name. She has a link tree with her shop and um, resources for her activism. And please, please, please go check her out. First of all, her page is gorgeous. Uh, it, it just amazing mantras and messages and and tarot spreads and and p- please just go check her out. <laughs> do it. Do it for me. It's beautiful. I, I don't know what else to say besides please go check this amazing person out. 
I'm on the page right now. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's gorgeous. There's yeah. this beautiful tarot spread with these skeleton tarot cards, and it's just so beautiful. Yeah. I want them. Yeah. That's great. I keep seeing tarot decks I want. I, I know. I uh, I just... So right now what we're looking... It'll be different by the time you go, but there's a a picture with Seasons of the Witch, the Halloween Tarot, Nightmare Before Christmas, and three other ones. And I'm like, I want them I want them all. all. And I'm not spending money Same. this month. So <laughs> Turns out buying a house really wipes you out. Oh, my gosh. That's it for me. That's it for me. I just, I really want you to check this person out. Check out their shop. Check out her resources. Please, please, please amplify that voice. Yeah, your turn. I heard about soul retrieval a really, really long time ago. I was a pup. I heard about it in some therapy session of one of my first spiritual encounters with a therapist who was actually a spiritual person as well. I didn't know the history behind it, and I don't know if this is the only history behind it. I'm just discovering and doing more research on it. But her book is called Curanderismo Soul Retrieval, Ancient Shamanic wisdom to restore the sacred energy of the soul. I appreciate you saying that. That came out in 2019. Of you who don't know, uh, curandera is a like a folk healer. And it's about bringing parts of your soul back to yourself. This is, I do not understand this yet, but I am going to read this book and I'll do a review of it and talk to you about it. But I really want to encourage you to investigate this practice if it interests you at all. It's how, from my cheap seat understanding, we put parts of our soul out there. We give parts of our soul away. We do that through trauma. We do that through loving someone we do that through uh, an interaction with somebody that might have gotten a little bit heated and we leave parts of ourselves and this is about bringing bringing your energy bringing parts of your soul back to yourself and that is a really simplified version I am sure I cannot wait to read her books because she's got four books out now on this particular type of magic and from from her culture from and from her cultural viewpoint now like I said I heard about this first from uh, I don't think I actually said I heard about this first from a Native American woman and I I'm sure it goes across a lot of different cultures I also know that the Irish culture talks about it as well And, and I don't know if they call it soul retrieval I so the practice is out there but she's actually written books about it and I am really freaking excited to read them. Yeah, I'm interested in reading yeah. that. And I had to wait till October to order it my because kid. I am sticking to my budget. My Kindle library right now is so full. Oh, my goodness. Between my therapist book recommendations and the books we find on here, I'm just like... I know. There's, I don't have enough eyeballs. I know. I like if we were all in the world together in the same place, y'all, we would just have a big library oh, for yeah. everybody. And I have started utilizing the library, but it's really hard for me because I like to mark my books up. Imagine if we could just do this for a living and spend the rest of our time reading the books we want to read. Oh, stop it. Wouldn't that be cool? I'm manifesting, Detta. (laughs) Why did I stop you? Let me manifest. Shame on me. I just gave a bad example of what to do. Here, let's redo that again. Say say what you want again. Wouldn't it be great if we could just do this as a living and spend the rest of our time researching and reading these books? Yes. And I want to join you in that pursuit. That let us manifest this. That and maybe more. (laughs) 
so much more so much more on that note our patreon is going to be launched on november 18th oh my at god 30 p.m oh it's really coming Pacific standard time and i've already started creating some material so when you first go in if you're one of the first people you're gonna have stuff there already already yeah, yeah. i plan on having a couple things in there as well yeah after i move everything right now is contingent <laughs> on the move you know when you're drinking a drink that has ice in it and it's holding and holding and the ice doesn't fall and the ice doesn't fall that's where i am right now and in about a week and a half the ice is gonna fall and then the scary part will be over and then i can like go back to living my life that is a great metaphor thanks and to go back to my metaphor at the beginning you who needs a cocktail straw for that shit yeah nobody nobody i need a wide mouth pitcher thank you (laughs) well anyway those are those are our sparks good sparks i'm into it yeah go i'm just so excited that it's october i don't i don't want to beat a dead horse but like I'm just so excited about it. I'm so happy we're here. And I'm going to be settled into the new house in time to give trick-or-treaters candy. I'm so happy for you. But until we talk to you next time, be well. Harm none. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. And we'd like to ask you to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And to press the little plus sign on Spotify to add us to your episodes. You can also find us on iHeartRadio and just about anywhere where you listen to podcasts. But if you want to reach out and talk to us, you can email us at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter or just ask us questions and hang out. You can catch us on Twitter at bonfirebabble or on Facebook at bonfirebabblepodcast or on Instagram at Bonfire Babble Podcast, which is where we spend most of our time. Yes. We are also, hooray, on TikTok now, at Bonfire Babble Podcast. Thank you, Corey. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, it's a little baby page right now, but we are recording things and putting them up. And our website will also start to have a lot more information, and that is bonfirebabble.com. You can also reach out to us in a more tangible way. We have a P.O. Box now, which is P.O. Box 16341. Seattle, Washington, 98116. We would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle. The Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. For more information, reach out to realrent.org.